0: Welcome back, everybody, to not another true crime podcast. I'm Sarah Levine,
1: and I'm Danny Murphy. You know we're partners in wine, crime, and time. And Sarah, we're very we're always we've been topical this month.
0: We're like we an have. ointment.
1: We're a topical <laughs> ointment. That's
0: yes, good, right. With yes. the CDC yeah, we make you vibe. feel better? Of course. Yeah. Oh, uh, guys, it's like a record heat wave in New York, and we're both recording without AC. So don't say that we've never done anything for you.
1: No, and I'm I apologizing because that. I came into the studio. So I am the reason that every Betch's employee has a little BO today. So, but it's Betch's odor, not body odor. So it's there we fragrant, go. something like that. Yeah, we'll go with that. You know where it is very air conditioned? Movie where? theaters.
0: Movie theaters. It's oh, still air conditioned, yes. I would say. Well, but that's I, don't mind I feel it. like what I'm trying to do this weekend is like go to the movie theater, hang out in the grocery store.
1: I'm curious about seeing this movie, but I. It's gotten awful of reviews, and also with the energy no. around it. But yeah. uh, might might have to after this
0: episode. The thing is, I do want to see it. I did mm. like the book, but oh, now okay. I'm rethinking my liking of. I didn't know any of this shit before. <laughs> like, in my defense, how would I know this?
1: Weird Reese Witherspoon isn't like guys. If you're not sold already. Here's this ABC talk from, like, the 70s where some shit went down. Yeah, about from it.
0: 1996. I mean, yeah, like, uh, pff, I don't know. I don't I don't Google every author I read to find out if they're, like, intense conservationists who are also, like, wanted for questioning in a murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's on me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> now you have a
1: new search tier to add to your future purchases. Right? Oh, my says.
0: Yeah, so we are going to talk about the um, Where the Crawdads Sing author Delia Owens. It's actually really interesting. I feel like most of our info is coming from, there was an Atlantic article that just came out that I feel like kind of put this back into the like collective consciousness. Yes. And then also there was a New Yorker article from 2010 called The Hunted, and that was by getting his name. I think the same guy wrote the Atlantic article. The same article. guy, yeah. Yes.
1: Uh, it's Jeffrey Goldberg.
0: Jeffrey Goldberg. I knew it was something very Jewish. Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> Jeffrey Goldberg wrote this like 18,000 New, York, New, Yorker, New Yorker article mm-hmm. in like 2010. I mean, I feel like if you want the full picture, definitely go read it. The Atlantic article is good too, but I definitely wanted to like understand yes, more the context of what the, what the fuck was happening.
1: And also, you grasp more of it from not like, oh, because this movie's out, we're going to rehash some stuff. It's like the nitty-gritty of all of it.
0: Yes, exactly. So to start off, um, Delia Owens is the author of Where the Crawdads Sing, a 2018 bestseller. It sold over 12 million copies. That
1: is insane, because that's when I was like, why would a production company even touch this book if there's remotely energy around it. I was like, oh, because it makes so much money. Now it makes
0: so I don't even know if anybody knew. I mean, like, I don't know. I guess this was a big scandal in like 1996 when that mm. ABC broadcast aired. But like, I mean, I guess if you're in publishing, the argument is that like somebody should have known. But like, I don't think the general public knew. No.
1: And Reese Witherspoon was busy in 1996 in fear with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Good movie to see if you have not seen it. It is a moment.
0: That's it? That is...
1: <laughs> That is a movie All you I should see instead of this doing? one. That's so yeah. what? Was Election around then too? Or maybe that was later.
0: Oh, yeah. Right that seems right. But yeah, so it was on Reese's list. Um, I wonder if it was on Oprah's list. Uh, whatever. But oh, in any case, it was turned into a movie produced by Reese Witherspoon, starring Daisy Edgar Jones, some other guys I don't know. <laughs> it's out right now. So there's that. And also just a big spoiler alert. So if you haven't read the book, if you want to read the book, just like skip ahead a minute or so.
1: So the, Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Well, the spoiler is not really crucial to what actually happened, but it's kind of interesting as to it's why people are talking about it. And
1: someone recently told me that you should not be mad about spoilers because you should just see how they get to that part. I personally hate spoilers, but That's I know some fair. people don't. Fuck yeah, don't my friends
0: were like, is it worth reading the book if now I know the ending? And I'm like, I actually don't know. Yeah, I'm like,
1: I don't know. That's between you and whatever God you have. <laughs>
0: Right, I don't know if I would recommend it because I think the twist was what really was like good mm. about the book. But then again, I am going to see Funny Girl on Broadway <laughs> for the express purpose of seeing if Beanie Feldstein is bad, like people say. So who am I?
1: <laughs> who is judge? my taste for? Yeah, don't right, make Sarah's choices.
0: Exactly. So if you want to read a book that's spoiled, I mean, I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Anyway, okay, so this is where we get into the spoiler part. So in the book, the main character, Kaya, is this very poor woman who lives in the marshes of North Carolina. She has a passion for the nature around her. And she starts dating this rich guy, and he is found dead. And Kaya is suspected of killing him, but eventually proves, and this is a spoiler again, that her alibi was rock solid. So she gets acquitted. And again, this is the major spoiler, so skip 15 seconds don't say I didn't warn you. So spoiler, here's a spoil, major spoiler: spoil. you find out at the end that actually she had done it all along.
1: Damn.
0: Yeah, it's a good book. How would well, she that do it? Well, that was why I liked the book. I will say Damn. because I, I didn't see that coming at the end.
1: No. Wait, did she get his money?
0: I don't know if spoiler, that was spoil, part spoil. of it. Yeah, because <laughs> okay. they were just dating. I don't think that was. Like, part I'm like,
1: of it's it. a recession. All I'm thinking about is, did who got the checks? Okay, I know, but, right?
0: Yes. That would be that. Except now it's being brought back up that owens is wanted for questioning in a murder that took place in zambia in 1995 so Ooh. yeah to just back it up a bit so where the crowd Sing was uh delia owens first fiction book that's but, crazy
1: it was yeah it was her first fiction book that sold over 12 million copies
0: yeah but in fact she'd actually been a well-known conservationist for years she and her husband mark were they were both biology grad students at the University of Georgia. Go dogs And um, <laughs> in the 70s, they basically like sold all their stuff, held an auction, bought one-way tickets to Johannesburg, and arrived there in 1974. Uh, okay. Yes. Delia was 24 at the time. Mark was 29. And, okay, this is where we like <laughs> – I don't know. This is where we sound at. So the thing about them is they love animals arguably more so than humans. I was gonna say,
1: as someone who has not eaten meat since two thousand five, they love animals a little too much. I feel <laughs> it's a little. <laughs> I, 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 I know there's no end for love, but this—it's kind of it, they're, how they go about it—is well, it's yeah. kind of like how people express love in bad ways sometimes. They, this is—I think that's kind of what they do.
0: Yeah, it definitely gets into some ethical issues uh, when we talk about the extents oh. they were willing to go to protect wildlife. And you know what?
1: I fucking bet they've had filet mignon recently. So anyway. <laughs> I'm just
0: That's sorry. true. You know, they never mention in that 18,000 words if they're vegetarians. You know what I mean? I yeah. got to assume they are, but you never know. And so their goal was to find a place in Africa where the wildlife would be so cut off from humans that they wouldn't be afraid of them. So they first landed in Deception Valley, which is in Botswana, and they studied lions and hyenas, like pretty much like Jane Goodall's status, like becoming friends with these animals almost. And they basically became really well-known and attracted media attention and, more importantly, funding from their work. And basically, they just, like, they encountered some wildebeest poachers and kind of tried to take it up as their cause to stop them, ended up in this, like, kerfuffle with the government and And got expelled from, yeah, and got expelled from the country.
1: Also, like, it's so weird that, like, a 24- and 29-year-old from, like, Georgia were like, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna actually like fly over there and stop this ourselves. Yeah, it's the, actually, yeah.
0: it's it's kind of wild. I mean, I was blacking out between those ages, so oh yeah, they were passionate. So they couldn't go back to Botswana, so they wanted to find another place to study, and they ended up in Zambia in 1986. And everything was cool, except they immediately discovered there was a lot of elephant poaching going on. Just as a side note, like, did you have a whole social studies lesson on, like, the evils of poaching oh, and ivory tusks? Because I definitely did.
1: I feel it was the only thing I learned about in seventh grade.
0: Right. Like, why? I don't
1: know why they just showed photos of dead elephants all the time. And I was like, what yeah. is...
0: <laughs> what were we going to do about it? I'm in and seventh like, grade. Yeah.
1: I'm like, wait, what are the branches of government? They're like, that
0: doesn't matter now, but you need to know. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, right. Oh. Like, I don't, I don't know what that was about. Like, yeah, I'm nine years old. How am I going to stop poaching?
1: My seventh grade social studies teachers also like would throw um, staplers, not at kids, what?
0: but around us. Yeah. What do you mean? So oh
1: where do gosh. her crawdads sing is what I'm wondering. I'm, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I don't even know what
0: that means. I love that.
1: I don't either. I don't yeah. either. And I don't want to know. I never want to see her again. She scared <laughs> me.
0: I, will, may, I wonder if we were taught about poaching because maybe this was, like, a big media cause at the time. I mean, who knows? I, I guess. It gives me, like, Coney 2012 vibes yeah. because I remember being talked to about it a lot, and now- Oh, we have
1: conferences about that.
0: Right, and I have never thought about poaching again until, like, this Poached very eggs. moment. Well, yeah. Brunch.
1: Yeah, it was that. And then, because I feel like it was at the same time, too, when, like, I really thought I was like, oh, Gap is ending AIDS, and I don't know if they. Oh my God! I'm like that I've Coke never Red once stuff. looked at the receipts on that. I hope they did something with that, but who knows?
0: <laughs> yeah. So the thing to note is that poaching was a problem, and it was so bad in some emphasize some countries that certain places had a shoot to kill policy on poachers, but Oof. where the Owenses were did not, and their government officials like denied that they had this official and policy. Also.
1: I don't know. I just I just laugh at how they are being such these environmentalists, but they fly to another country to do this because I'm like, you know what is bad also? Factory farming? Do you wanna do you wanna like t- have any causes to stop
0: that? No, you don't. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it's that's very kind interesting of, how they're they're very yeah. interested in just parachuting in.
1: No, so, like truly you know. they parachute down singing Ave Maria, and then <laughs> we're like, okay, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs>
0: So uh, Mark and Delia really wanted to stop the poachers, but there were not really resources. So they ended up setting up this kind of agreement where they would give aid to nearby villagers in exchange for them helping with the poaching problem. And Mark ended up kind of running this group of scouts and would do these air raids and like, yeah, just otherwise try to stop the poachers.
1: It's also funny that they claim that they were giving aid to these villagers when I'm like, no, that's bribe. Like, you're like, I'll give you supplies that you need if you help us on this mission. Like, giving people yeah. supplies, you should just be like, here are supplies, not like, okay, but now we're going to do... Right, no but raids. now
0: there's strings attached. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I also just want to add that I did Google, they used caged animals on the set of the film, so she's really an environmentalist go-off girl.
0: Oh, on <laughs> the set the of the movie? Yeah. Oh, my God, are you serious? So...
1: Well, that's fucked. Okay. Yeah. So- well, we're getting into all the fuck stuff now. So the ABC News show, I don't know, some of you guys may remember it. If not, some of you Turning Point. <laughs> uh, went to follow Mark and Delia in Zambia for an episode titled Deadly Game, The Mark and Delia Owen Story. So they really were getting a lot of attention. They kind of were having this major moment and everything like that.
0: Right. It's interesting because like they were very well known. I mean, whatever. I was five years old, so I can give Mm. myself a pass for not knowing who they were. But yeah, I I feel like they were kind of well known in this circle.
1: Yeah. The doc took place in Zambia and kind of like did not have the I feel like when they were filming this documentary, they were like, well, we're established icons now. Like everyone's going to be like, these two are heroes and we should all be more like them. Kind of had the opposite effect, I want to go on to say, because it was seen by many. In more ways than one. Multiple ways, like a typical white savior story uh, that was like an emotionally saturated tale of these two telegenic Americans going on a mission to save elephants and from these evil poachers and corrupt African officials. So they really just like that is kind of the story. Also the story that they're doing. So the story that was being told for them.
0: Yes, and I mean, they wrote a few books about their time in Africa, yes. too, and they're, they're like, huge on this, on this vibe.
1: Mm-hmm. And the doc also, and here is where this all kind of comes around, the doc also included footage of a 1995 murder of an alleged poacher executed while lying collapsed on the ground, which I didn't even know you could show that on, I guess, ABC News you can, but...
0: Well, it's... I don't know, because it was a big controversy... Um, I think what the Atlantic essentially called it a snuff film and yeah, the decision to show it caused a huge, a pretty big uproar. Still.
1: Well, also, and we'll touch on a little bit down the line, They never identified that this person even was a poacher too. Like-
0: right, right. They didn't do that. They weren't really able to identify who it was. At all, and no. So they kind of in the ABC broadcast, they they called them a trespasser, I think. Mm-hmm. But right, it just was not clear. Yeah. Even the video, it's like unclear what's going on. It's weird. Yeah.
1: So sort of after that, the Owens got the hell out of Zambia uh after the broadcast because they realized like yeah. Oh, they're yeah. like they I'm I you guarantee I guarantee the night before it aired, they were like, Where's our statue gonna go? Like, damn. Uh-huh. And now they're like, um, Expedia.com. Yeah. <laughs> so they really <laughs> hit the ground running! Um, but also this sparked a national police investigation of their activities because
0: they kind of, as you would think as, it would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: They claim they made a quote unquote routine trip back to the U S when authorities started mm-hmm. investigating, you know, those classic. Sure. Yeah. I'm like, y'all never did that. One. Like, what did you have to go? Was there a Georgia game that you had to see?
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. George, that? The, no. the big, uh, the Rose bowl, big deal. The Rose bowl. <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, That's Georgia too. I thought that was a California thing.
0: Uh, I guess every football
1: thing has a rose field. You know? Shoot. Go. I'm like, did I just throw
0: out my one sports thing?
1: No, I think. I never went to a Georgia game.
0: Okay. Yeah. I think it's like they do it in Florida. I don't know. Whatever. It was the Florida. It was the uh, Georgia. Auburn game or something. Okay, like
1: I know out. Gatorade was invented in Florida, so we can know one fact about what we just said. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> Mark. Oh, So here's the here's some more info about this. So Mark, Mark Owens, he gradually came, like Sarah was saying, to command this like group of Game Scouts uh, in an area outside of the Zambian government. Uh, so where oversight. they were like, yeah, because
0: they were doing oversight. this in like this big reserve. Yeah, basically. So I guess it was maybe outside of government oversight.
1: Yeah, so literally this is how he would like get these people that we were talking about to like help on these air raids and everything like that. He gave them weapons, boots, money and really like militarizing them and having all of this go down. So kind of having like staging their own like like they really were setting up a very like militaristic space here.
0: Right, which they claim they didn't do. So they allegedly Whatever.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of details for the Atlantic to just find in the Atlantic Ocean and not from truth, but allegedly. Uh, their son, Chris.
0: So it's not their son. It's like Mark's son. Mark's son.
1: Because I guess they weren't married then. So I guess it wouldn't be her stepson. I, but yeah.
0: I think, yeah, He it was it was Delia's stepson, I think. Mark's like yeah. son, I guess, from a previous relationship. And that
1: also makes sense how he was old enough to do all this stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. Their son, Chris, uh, started to oversee training of the Game Scouts in combat. And he would like allegedly they're denying this, beat them up as a form of discipline to kind of toughen these people up. Very fucking bizarre. And The sun gives very intense energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark even was heard bragging about poachers who were killed by his command. And this is now we get to this fax that was claimed he sent. He says he never sent it. And parts of it are... Well, it's, it's funny. He was like, I never sent that, but... Um, I am also being misquoted and, and things like that. So he's really just trying to cover
0: They every... tried, yeah, they tried like so many methods to basically yeah. just deny every gray I try. Yeah.
1: So the facts what they're saying it maybe said was to date I have flown eight airborne anti-poaching operations over your area, including four, in which I have inserted scouts on ambush. Two poachers have been killed and one wounded that I know of thus far, and we are just getting warmed up. Anything you can do to help keep our anti-poaching efforts alive in your area will, I guarantee, pay big dividends for your safari business and very soon. On that note, would it be possible for you to bring back as much ammo as you can? (laughs)
0: Jesus. Like, hey,
1: hon. Yeah, like, while you're at the store. (laughs) And also, like, I'm killing people left and right. Give me more guns. It'll be good for you. What?
0: Well, what's interesting is that, like, Mark later tries to claim that the the we are just getting warmed up part is... He's like it's global warming right now. Like of yeah, right. No, of a lot of contention, and so it's kind of like, did he mean that as in we are going to kill more mm. poachers? Yep. he says he meant it as like, oh no, we're just getting our efforts ramped up and blah blah blah. But then it's but like, but those are your efforts. Why are you yeah? And then why <laughs> like, are you asking for so much ammo? Too much ammo, I would say. I don't even know. As much ammo as you can. And then he tried to say that he didn't write this fax. Like, his his attorney tried to claim it was like a conspiracy. Somebody else wrote it. And then. It was a ghost. And then eventually he was like, okay, I wrote it, but I don't remember. (laughs) All right. It's like truly. Like, what is this? The note on Jersey Shore?
1: (laughs) Honestly. Wow, we need to do an episode just about Sammy Sweetheart. Um, Uh, Yeah. And also on top of this, too, just to add to the brutality and the insanity that the Owens led, uh, multiple sources claims that their scouts uh, would tie suspected poachers to stakes and let them just bake in the fucking sun.
0: Jeez. Which, you
1: know, such a form of torture. The attorney's working overtime. Attorney's name, Donald Zachary. Good lawyer name. Uh, he, he was like, scouts occasionally pass through or near their camp with captured poachers. And they would stop for water and a little rest. And uh they would they would uh <laughs> handcuff prisoners to trees. But Sarah, only for a few minutes.
0: How do you in the handcuff shade. someone to a tree?
1: I guess like a little branch.
0: Can't I'm you thinking. slide it off the branch?
1: Ooh, not with all the pokies
0: out, I guess. Mm, okay.
1: I'm also assuming they're not stopping for water and food and rest, so they're just deliriously dehydrated and tired, so they don't have any will in them to I
0: mean that's yeah, that. I don't know about that, but I think I could survive being, I could escape being handcuffed to a tree. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't know if I could. We'll put it to the test.
1: I don't know if I could survive being near trees. (laughs) My allergies? I, I'm, I, Yeah. I have no, I have no fight in me. I always said, you will not see me running around in an apocalypse. I'm, I'm good. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm going to bunker it and just wait it out. That's my strategy. Yeah. Oh,
1: I'm just going to I'm going to have SpaghettiOs for the first time in 20 years and just wait until <laughs> whatever happens, uh, happens.
0: SpaghettiOs and Twinkies and just wait for my death.
1: Uh, isn't that life, though? <laughs> Damn. I'm like,
0: got deep on the pod. Yeah.
1: <laughs> They're like, yeah, this is why America has a weight issue. We think SpaghettiOs, Twinkies and death. Um, So back to these allegedly awful people in 2010 Jeffrey Goldberg published like we were saying this article that really ignited this and is uh, where we got a lot of our information from It was the New Yorker one first in 2010 the hunted about the Owens activities the a- the ABC cameraman Chris Everson responsible for filming the murder said that Chris Owens the son I know it's confusing there's two Chris's it right got now.
0: confusing at one point there were two Christophers in a paragraph I had to read it like five times
1: five times. because I was like the cameraman's involved now too what I know. And, uh, no no no
0: And then I was
1: like, like, wait, so the cameraman said that their son fired the fatal shot, but did not report it to the police. The cameraman didn't report it to the police because it was above his pay scale, which. okay, sure. But
0: yeah, I mean, I don't know. It just. Yeah.
1: He then went on to describe it as, quote unquote, something that never should have happened. And uh, a Zambian detective uh, was in charge of the investigation and concluded that Mark Owens, with the help of his scouts, placed the victim's body in a cargo net, attached it to his helicopter, and then dropped it into a nearby lagoon, I guess, to move it so they would not be held uh, responsible or kind of get the trail off of them.
0: But then Mark sort of said that that rumor came about because, like, one time Mark flew Chris in the cargo net
1: Mm. and... People, So
0: that's where that got started. So, you know, just. They have a lot of answers for everything. I I have to to get, we have to get both sides. uh,
1: Joni Mitchell, I look at life through both sides now. Yeah, whatever you guys are (laughs) leaning towards, you lean towards. Uh, Shout out to that song. So the police commissioner explained that they'd been unable to find the body and also going on to say that the bush is the perfect place to commit the murder because animals will eat the evidence.
0: I, I also feel like by the time the broadcast came out, you know, I'm sure time had elapsed since Oh yeah, 100%. This shooting. So it was um, just decaying so, naturally. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it would have just made it tough and like, you know, how do you you're in this vast area, how do you mm-hmm. I can't even remember where I parked my car in a garage, like oh, how I do you remember can. where this happened, you know? So
1: I never ca- That's why that's why I need to be in the mall where it's like D4. And even yeah. then I'm like, what And then I have to take a
0: picture. Deep. I'm like, oh, I'll remember later. No.
1: Oh, I always make sure I take a picture of that and like that I locked my door.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I'm
1: I'm falling apart of the seat. I take
0: a picture of my stove sometimes just to make sure I didn't leave oh, a burner. I on. always
1: panic about that. Yeah. Ugh. Delia was not panicking about any of this as much though, because living in Idaho, she said, I have nothing to do with the killing of the alleged poacher. I'm in
0: Idaho. That was just for I mean, to. I mean, she was pissed. She was pissed when Jeffrey showed up to her house. Yeah.
1: She's like, Utah? No, I'm in Idaho. Yeah. I'm sure that was a direct quote. That was a direct quote, actually. You can, um, uh, if the Atlantic, excuse me.
0: Oh, my God. I'll go
1: down in flames as Taylor Swift, who is now involved in this, because not in the murder, but she wrote a song for the movie. Didn't love the song. I love Taylor
0: Swift. That's the point.
1: She went on to say that the only thing Mark ever did was throw firecrackers out of the plane to scare poachers. Isn't that also dangerous? Like, you're throwing... I guess firecrackers don't get to the ground, I guess, because they're like fireworks. Because so I was like, you're throwing like fire sticks at the people then.
0: Right. I, I don't know. I feel like if you could get your eyebrows blown off by a firework, then, mm-hmm. you know, it mm-hmm. seems a little dangerous to
1: me. Oh, my God. I feel like on the 4th, on the 5th of July, everybody goes into the hospital. It's like, um, my fingers are somewhere.
0: <laughs> oh, no. So I think these are not leave.
1: Fireworks also scare me. I'm scared of so many things.
0: Yeah, I know. It's not like they were just flying over and yelling like stop like they were yeah. throwing shit out the out the helicopter. <laughs> that, is, plane.
1: that is how the twenty twenty two protesting of this would be. It's like just having a private jet like burning fuel like guys stop. Oh my God. No, no, stop Kylie Jenner. I mean I'm having paper straws and Kylie
0: Jenner is taking her plane to Target. Two planes. Two, two planes. planes. Oh, that was also. I know LA too. traffic is bad, but that was a forty-five minute drive. Well, also, girl,
1: you're not going to be late for work. Your life is work, so like, you can sit in the Rolls Royce,
0: and you have a kid. You can be in the Hov lane. I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> and she can go run errands at like two p.m. whenever else is in meeting. Wait, you
0: call it the Hov lane?
1: Is it not called that?
0: I don't know. I call it the Hov lane. Is that a Jersey thing? Oh,
1: I think it's. Is it a Jay Z thing? <laughs> I
0: don't even know. Wait. Jersey, yeah.
1: Oh, my mom calls it that. Yeah, I think so.
0: Wow. Maybe it's a Jersey thing.
1: If there's one thing anybody has learned from this podcast, don't say anything I say. I never pronounce anything correctly. But I think, uh, yeah, because high occupancy via call. Um, yes. Well,
0: so. DM us if you call it the Hove lane. I don't know how you're going to differentiate between the no. two. HOV and Hove because they're supposed <laughs> to the same. But um, yeah, let us know. Not another true crime. That'll be fun. Yeah,
1: it was, wasn't it? Because I remember that was a Jay Z nickname he had. Maybe I'm just Ho- mixing yeah. those two together. That's Hove. Hove. Okay, Hova. so maybe Hove to Hove to high <laughs> occupancy vehicle. You know, we got there. All, I wouldn't have to worry about this if Kylie Jenner just drove and then it wouldn't be 98 degrees right now. I'm not blaming her for all of the issues, but 0.8% of them. Yes, I am. So back to Delia there was evidence of Mark telling people his scouts killed poachers. So they're good at shifting blame all the time, allegedly.
0: Right, and kind of this fax too, like comes into play yeah. again. And then he
1: later claimed that he was just spreading rumors. So people would be afraid of him because the Owens is believed they were in fact being targeted by poachers. He said he was just acting tough to be like, no, I kill poachers left and right. Don't kill me, is what he was kind of going with. And then also my favorite is that... Delia said to Jeffrey, like a literal quote, she says, why don't you understand we're good people? That's that her defense so, to all this. That
0: is big, Sutton energy right there. Oh, yes. I am a good person.
1: I and also, do you remember that movie Saved with Mandy Moore? Yes. When she's like, I am filled with Christ's love, throws a Bible. That is literally their uh, like environmental, conservation <laughs> tactics. Yeah. I am a good person. Where it's like, okay, that's not up for debate.
0: Oh, yeah, like Snooky drunk at the beach.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do that <you laughs> in Jersey shore. Where it's, yeah. It's
0: con- it's we're, coming together.
1: Yeah. Where the Hov sings. You know what I mean? We're getting in very Jersey. That's my, there that's we my go. book. Yeah. So the facts, yeah. So Mark said that the facts was just an exaggeration, uh designed to like, you know, get people going. They were just getting started, everything like that. So who really who really knows what's going on? They're all they're trying to deny, deny, deny. And also after leaving Zambia, they went to Idaho and pissed off people there because I think <laughs> what was, I there were um I'm forgetting the animal, but they went there to like kind of start talking to people about oh yeah they um were saying that they were trying to have a, like yell at people who have ranches and everything like that because they wanted to be bear con- conservators there and kind yeah. of telling people like uh. Ranch, like, save bears, everything like that. Everyone was like, shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah, they just didn't didn't really ingratiate themselves to the locals. So Yeah, they don't make friends anywhere. Yeah.
1: They really Um, don't.
0: So let's talk about the book to the movie. So Where the Crawdads Sing was published in 2018 and includes themes that echo Delia's life in Zambia. Um, Owens told Amazon, quote, almost every part of the book has some deeper meaning. And then she also said there's a lot of symbolism in this book. And the Slate critic Laura Miller brought up, this is a quote, to anyone who's read The Hunted, which is that article we discussed, those Amazon lines are tantalizing even if Owens doesn't mean them to be. Mm -hmm. Having her heroine stand accused of murder echoes the Owens-Zambian experience and the subsequent ordeal of becoming the subject of an 18,000-word expose in a prominent magazine. Even more eyebrow-raising, spoiler alert, is the plot twist in the novel's final pages. It turns out Kaya did, after all, murder chase. End quote.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: And people also say that the main character, Kaya Clark, is like Delia and that they're both loners who like nature and like animals more than people. C B said it.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. I'd be like, oh no, Delia, like you're so like this character. Like you're such like a weird loner.
0: Oh. <laughs> right. Like
1: a pretty weird loner. Yeah. No, but he exactly likes animals more than people and does so much for animals, but also tries to help them in ways that I don't even know if she's helping them. And,
0: yeah. Yeah. And also, like, so Delia's family spent some of each summer in the mountains of North Carolina. And so the crawdads, where the crawdads sing, takes place in the coastal march of North Carolina. She earned a bachelor's of science in zoology from the University of Georgia and a PhD in animal behavior from UC Davis. That doesn't really come up in the book, The the woman in the book does not like pursue higher education. Mm-hmm. And here's another interesting thing. So the novel's Jailhouse Cat, Sunday Justice is named after a Zambian man who they met and used to be a cook in the Owens's camp, which kind of just goes into play with uh this passage from the Atlantic which says the Owens's frequently describe adult Africans in childlike terms and also says the where the crawdad saying is filled with improbable and condescending portraits of black people. Like for instance with sunday um in one of the Owens's book the eye of the elephant delia writes that he told her that he always wanted to fly a plane and asked her quote i always wanted i myself always wanted to know madam if you fly at night do you go close to the stars and she has this whole like patronizing passage that sort of amounts to like oh i didn't want to explain to him that you know it's co- like the stars are far away and it's confusing and so i just said you'll feel closer patronizing oh, um, in fact, the uh, the New Yorker writer caught up with Sunday and found out that he'd flown in planes many times as a child and even after the Owens' left Zambia was in the Air Force.
1: It really just goes on to further emphasize the immediate review of their documentary that they're just these white saviors who do not understand any part of the land that they're on.
0: Or the people yeah. They're with. And also their website once referred to Africa as the dark continent. And I feel like there's just so much stuff like this in their books and also in Where the Crawdads Sing.
1: So, and why this is kind of getting reignited, and we talked about not only because the movie is out, but uh, Zambia's director of public prosecutions, uh, Lillian Shawasiyuni, has confirmed that Mark, Delia, and Christopher Owens are still wanted for questioning related to the killing of the alleged poacher, as well as other possible criminal activities in this area. So they're not off... Scott's free, so I don't really know how much she's been promoting this movie. I feel like she has not been, really been doing a press tour for this, rightfully so. Uh, and also, because I know um, this in the States a lot, if like there's statutory of Limitations and everything like that. there is none, not on murder. Not on murder, yeah. And that's the not same here. for
0: yeah.
1: Zambia. There's no Statue of Limitations for murder. So this is like a real life, I don't know if it's a sequel, or there's going to be part two of this movie, I feel like, and it's going to be... Maybe an allegedly oxygen special or something. Right. Zambian police officials believe that Delia should be interrogated as a possible witness, co-conspirator, and accessory to felony crimes. And the director of public prosecutions is interested in part because of the case's involvement with broader issues like race and politics. Uh, She was quoted saying, I can't even go into the U.S. embassy with a camera. I want to know how Mark and Delia brought guns into Zambia and turned themselves into law enforcement agents, which is a very good point. Mm. The investigation has been hampered by the lack of an extradition treaty between the U.S. and Zambia and by ABC's refusal to cooperate. And I'm sure this is just going to get messier and messier because I feel like this is kind of getting built up to be also like a Golden Globes and Oscar film. So I don't really know what's going to happen with that. I don't know if that's going to happen. All this aside, getting some shit ass reviews. So
0: they're really. I know. I'm like, Reese, what the hell? I'm right. more mad that like Reese Witherspoon's movie, you know, is know. not, is apparently not good. Or she just not pick this one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know what, she just read her own book. Because I don't think she, her only thing is that she once told a cop when she was drunk driving, Do you know who I am? Or she wasn't oh, drunk driving.
0: Oh, yeah. She was. She wasn't? was in the
1: passenger seat. I think it was her ex who was
0: kind of tipsy driving. I remember Cause that. Because she
1: got out of the car. And I think it was like, I'm America's sweetheart with the And it did make me like her more.
0: <laughs> that is so funny. I remember that. Yeah. Right? It's kind of wild how this all came out so much later. You know, when I was reading the book, decades. obviously, I didn't know any of this. And yeah. yeah, now it's decades from when it happened. And then I feel like it, if this book hadn't happened, I don't know if this would have gotten brought up again.
1: Hmm. I know.
0: It's interesting. I don't really know. Okay. Who knows what's going I'm... to happen?
1: I don't know what is happening. Very curious. But the only thing that we do know for certain is that Jorge is going to deliver us with a game.
2: Okay, what a crazy story! This is—I um, never even heard of this book, to be quite honest. Yeah, and there's so now much now to like, it. You gotta go it's burn
0: like, it. Ooh. I mean, honestly,
1: yeah. Or yeah. I kind of want
0: to reread it to see like if anything else is jumping out, oh, you know.
1: Yeah, right. Also, I want to see like Delia do an interview somewhere because I just want to know what you, how you're going oh, to. try to do Oh no, no, totally. no, no,
0: I'm. I feel like if she's smart, I don't think it will help keep her. her. Mouth shut. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I think I would enjoy seeing what oh, she yes, says because
0: I'm like messy, um, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's real
2: right well the early reviews for this adaptation are in and uh apparently the movie is incredibly bad <laughs> it has a 35 oh percent on rotten tomatoes
0: now see now i, I am the worst really i need bad. to go see this now because it's bad
2: i know right I know. It, it might be so Me bad that Funny it's Girl. just worth a watch
0: exactly <laughs> <laughs>
2: But what I did for today's game is I looked through the archives of movie adaptations and found the worst movie adaptations of all time. So this is how it's going to work. I'm going to give you a synopsis of the movie slash book. You're going to try to guess what it is. And after that. You will both guess what the Rotten Tomatoes (gasps) score on it is, (laughs) and whoever is closest will get a point.
0: Amazing. Okay.
2: So first up, Danny, you will begin, and here is the synopsis. In a world divided by factions based on virtues, Tris learns she's different and won't fit in. When she discovers a plot to destroy her, Tris and her mysterious four must find out what makes them dangerous before it's too late. Is, is that Maze Runner? That is incorrect, oh. Danny. Um, this movie came out in 2014, and it is Divergent.
1: Oh, I was thinking that poster might. my... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah, which... Shailene, shailene woodley shailene woodley yeah, that I like is kind correct
1: of, oh she worked with three brothers but it all goes together.
2: that is true so okay now you will both guess oh. what is the rotten tomato score of this one sarah you will go Diverse, first
0: that was like a huge movie i'm surprised i'm gonna go with 43%. 43 percent. Oh.
2: 43 danny what do you think i was
1: gonna say 35
2: the correct answer was 41 oh, percent. so whoa. sarah you got a point oh. okay. well done okay Forty-one percent, which isn't too bad. was not bad. But it was no. the first of the trilogy, and the scores just kept going down and down. The last one ended Whoops. with eleven percent. And
1: wasn't that they just put it on TV? They didn't even release it. Yeah. Like
2: oh, really? They didn't even That's get release it. I think I remember that. <laughs> oh my god. Well, here's the Rotten Tomatoes little consensus oh thing. With an adherence to the YA formula that undercuts its individualistic message, Divergent <laughs> Opens, its planned trilogy in a disappointingly predictable fashion. Ooh,
0: Aww. rough. Ooh. In their defense, I feel like five of those books came out at the same time and they were all the same, like,
1: that's, they could only do so I- much. When you first were reading, I was like, oh, The Hunger Games? And I was like, no, there was none of this name on it,
2: yeah. Well, this movie came out after The Hunger Games.
0: Right, like, I feel like at this time, like, all of these post-apocalyptic teens saving the world books were all the rage, right. like, mm-hmm. and they were all kind of the same. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. okay. Well,
2: this one, I think, was the worst. <laughs> okay, Sarah, here is your synopsis. Set in Puritan, Massachusetts, Bay Colony, during the years 1642 to 1649, This novel tells the story of Hester Prynne, who conceives a daughter with a man to whom she is not married and then struggles to create a new life of repentance and dignity.
0: Isn't this The Scarlet Letter?
2: That is correct, Sarah. It is The Scarlet Letter. All right, uh, Danny, you will go first guessing. What do you think this movie got on Rotten Tomatoes? I never
1: knew this was a movie. Oh, yeah. I remember it Easy A. It came out in that 1995. I remember Easy A, yes. <laughs> oh,
2: shit. That was so that good. That's hard. a good movie. Good movie. That's uh, a good movie.
1: I'm going to say this got 20%.
2: What do you think, Sarah?
0: I'm going to go with 52%.
2: The correct answer was 13%. So, Danny, Whoa. you are on the board. It was
0: that bad? It what was. was it?
2: Apparently, this movie is really, really bad. This is the consensus What's on Rotten Tomatoes. The Scarlet Letter strays far from its classic source material to tell a story that strains for steamy sensuality and leaves the audience ret with unintentional laughter.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's fun. So
2: (laughs) I I haven't seen this movie, but I think what happened is that they really wanted to go for like a kind of like 50 shades of gray angle, like making it almost like a soft (laughs) core movie. And it just did not work. And I saw the trailer and it looks really 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 bad yeah that
1: That's is kind funny. of missing the message <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
2: Yeah. So, like, this is a book that they made me read when i was in high school i remember oh, it's yeah, like one of those right. classics i was classic like why book. am i reading this it's yeah. a
0: classic.
2: That's all right next up uh danny this is back to you this movie book follows the quest of a home loving person to win a share of treasure guarded by a dragon his journey takes him from his lighthearted rural surroundings to a more sinister territory.
1: The way my first thought was up. Mine was Shrek. <laughs> <trick. laughs> Wait. <laughs> a dragon?
2: Home loving person <clears throat> who leaves his rural surroundings.
1: Is it that animated movie? Animated movie. I guess not. A dragon. Um, that's not is the is um. The Hobbit, a dragon thing? That is correct, Eddie. It? it is The Hobbit. Yes. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> the way I went from I Hobbit. I literally thought it was <laughs> How to train <laughs> your
0: dragon. <laughs> uh, and I was like, Shrek is not a book.
1: <laughs> Should be.
2: Right. This one is, uh, yeah. <laughs> I hated this movie so much. I'm a huge Lord of the Rings and like Tolkien fan, mm-hmm. and this movie was really, really offensive to me. But uh, Sarah, what do you think it got on Run Tomatoes?
0: <laughs> it was bad. I'm going to go with like. 25 percent what do you think danny i was gonna
1: say 33
2: uh the correct answers were 64 which is way too high in my opinion but danny you did get a point you were you were closer wait
1: did you like the book version of it though
2: oh yeah the book is great i mean it's a it's a peach turner it's like a 100 page book that they stretched out into three two-hour movies
0: god and it just
2: filled with so much fluff and this is the consensus on rotten tomatoes Peter Jackson's return to Middle Earth is an earnest, visually resplendent trip, but the film's deliberate pace robs the material of some of its majesty, which I agree. Like they mm-hmm. just stretched it out for so many hours that it just it lost all of its like charm. Mm-hmm. So, OK, um, so far, Sarah, you have two points. Danny, you have three. Ooh. So Danny is in the lead. And oh, Sarah, shit. this one is for you. All right. Set in the jazz age on Long Island, I- New York oh, City. OK. You already, already know The Great Gatsby. That is correct. Yeah. That is. <laughs> I didn't
0: dislike that movie though. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, no. uh,
2: the critics didn't agree.
0: Mm, I
1: like the soundtrack a lot. The soundtrack
2: yes. was pretty fun, yeah. but it was fun, yeah. but it
0: also made no sense. Mm, I was like, This is nineteen twenties and you're listening to Jay Z. <laughs> like I I just didn't yes. get it at all.
2: And
1: Fargi. Yeah.
2: Uh, Danny, what do you think this movie got on Rotten Tomatoes?
0: Mm, why
1: I'm gonna go forty five percent. Okay,
2: Sarah.
0: I'm gonna go with like sixty.
2: The correct answer was forty-eight.
0: God so damn it, you get a
2: point. Well done. Oh, no.
1: oh, and I love the scene where she throws all this stuff everywhere in the closet. That's
2: that is nice. that yeah. is pretty funny. Is that Baz um, Lerman, right? It is Baz yes. Lerman, but who's the oh. woman? Is it um
0: Michelle? No,
2: what is her? Carrie Mulligan? Right? It's Carrie yeah. Mulligan. Oh. Yeah. I
0: thought it was Michelle Williams. Yeah. They look similar. Thank they you. do, they do.
2: They have a similar yeah. type. Yeah. Well, blonde is... bones. That's like
1: my favorite type of actress <laughs> when they're just blonde and bones. Yes.
2: <laughs> well, this is the consensus. While certainly ambitious and every bit as visually dazzling as one might expect, Bass Lerman's The Great Gatsby emphasizes visual splendor at the expense of its source materials, mm. vibrant hearts. hmm that's
1: bass. He always just goes out with like the glitz and glam and everyone's like, yeah, What's I... the story here? And he's right. like trumpets. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: And it also kind of felt a little bit like Oscar Bait for um Leo. Leo. Yeah. yeah.
1: One, not for that, but Not know. for that. He eventually. I think it was got his it, last but... hot movie too.
2: Hot movie?
1: Like when he like people when people found him attractive. <laughs> 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 is
2: he past that phase
1: now? Have you seen him on a He just like yeah. is like dripping caviar on a yacht. <laughs> it's like <laughs> as he should. Well actually not because he's environmentalists, like, he's he save the
0: environment. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's like throwing Stella Artois bottles off the Riyadh. He's like, no, but they use water. That's better for... the. There's some campaign he does with them about water. I don't really get it.
2: All right. Well, Danny, you have gotten a point. And next up, Danny, this is your synopsis. The main characters embark on a journey through space and time from galaxy to galaxy as they endeavor to save the Murray's father and the world. This came out in 2018, by the way.
1: Is... This. Oh, that one with um Matthew McConaughey and Sandra Bullock. It's,
2: it's not Interstellar. It's not. Interstellar? No, not? No, no,
1: no, oh, no. it's Oh, it's a, te- a, a book.
2: It was a book? Yeah, and I'll give you one more hint because I do think this is a little uh general. It is like teenagers that kind teenagers. of it's like a children's like young teenagers adult type of
1: thing. in space? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> through space and time.
1: And t- I literally uh, I'm going to say, oh, um, not
0: the, is it the Golden Finch or whatever? That is incorrect. Oh. Tara, do you know this? The Murrays?
2: Yeah. Nothing.
0: Wait. I don't know. Galaxy, galaxy, space, and time. Okay. Um,
1: you said that like you're about to start rhyming. And I was like. Yeah. <laughs> spit I'm
2: about, bars. about to like <laughs> conjure <throw> up the <laughs> an
0: answer. Galaxy, galaxy, space, and time. You're in Hocus Pocus 3. Exactly. Well, okay. No, okay. I don't know it.
2: The correct answer was A Wrinkle in Time.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Was it was mo- a
2: Oprah was in this
0: movie. Yeah. Oh. Decaling,
1: <laughs> okay. oh, right?
2: I think yeah. so. Oh, I think she was in it as well. Okay.
1: I always love seeing the posters. Never saw this movie. No.
2: Yeah. yeah so it, it was a very kind of. Very well-known book, A Wrinkle in Time. I remember reading it when I was a kid. And it's a, it's a wow. crazy, like, amazing book. It's about, like, a war between light and dark. Oh. It's, it's really cool.
1: See, space freaked me out, so I'm never going to
2: that. But what yeah. do we think this movie got on Rotten Tomatoes? Mm. Sarah, you go first.
0: Damn, it was bad. Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> All I have Oprah. to say, Oprah. I'm going to go with a safe 40%. Ooh,
1: I'm going to say 36%.
2: The correct answer was forty-two percent.
0: Sarah, I needed that. You
2: were closer, and you have drawn level in points. So this is the uh, consensus. Mm-hmm. A Wrinkle in Time is visually gorgeous, big-hearted, and occasionally quite moving. Unfortunately, it is also wildly ambitious to a fault, mm-hmm. and often less than a sum of its classic parts. Mm-hmm. So maybe okay. two. It was too ambitious. I mean, okay. the book, as you you know, kind of saw from the synopsis, it goes from like different galaxies and like time and space and. Apparently, it was just a little bit too
0: There's much a lot going on. to put on yeah, the big screen. Yeah, I get that. And
1: Reese Witherspoon was in that, too. So it's right. all connected.
0: Maybe she doesn't have a, a Midas touch. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I feel like she's been in a lot of silly things, not great things. Right. Silly. I feel yeah, like if it true. doesn't involve like a white suburban mom mm-hmm. who is like kind of racist, then it's not her <laughs> She's so niche. good at playing that. Right? <laughs>
1: what was that? Hulu? Little Fires Everywhere? Yes,
0: exactly. I liked that.
1: And walk the line?
0: Ooh. I didn't see walk the line. (gasps) Oh, so good.
2: (laughs) Anyway. All right. Well, we have a tie game, and this will be the last question. And this synopsis is for you, Sarah. Ah. The film tells the story of a young couple who fall in love in the 1940s. Their story is read in the present day by an elderly man telling the tale to a fellow nursing home resident. The notebook. That is correct. That is the Notebook, Sarah. Well oh done.
0: Come on, the Notebook is has to have like hundred percent of Rotten Tomatoes. That's Did not my favorite. <laughs> it really <Yeah>.
2: doesn't. <laughs> wow. It really doesn't. It's becoming doesn't.
1: a musical, though. Ugh,
0: is why? it? I just saw Ingrid
1: Michaelson posted that. Ugh, She's no. trying to star oh. for herself. She's been trying to do that for a decade. <laughs> not the
0: No shade, to Ingrid. Notebook. Love her. Good luck. Oh, I do I do feel think? like it probably hmm. got like twenty percent.
2: Twenty percent. What do you think, Sarah?
0: Thirty-seven percent.
2: The correct answer was fifty-three percent. So, ooh. Sarah, you get that point. Yay. It was pretty bad, but you know, kind of <laughs> what did they toss say up. about it? We love the notebook. <laughs> Here's what critics had to say: It's hard not to admire its unabashed sentimentality, but the Notebook is too clumsily manipulative to <laughs> rise above its melodramatic cliches. <laughs>
1: you know, but this I is don't really thing.
0: agree. That's like the whole fucking point. <laughs> and it makes Critics you cry. Critics shit on rom-coms
2: so much. And like rom-coms. This isn't a good. rom-com. It's like super melodramatic. It's like
0: romance. It's not a comedy.
2: It's a romance. I'm it's not a comedy. romance. i a romance. I'm like,
1: wait, movie. y'all weren't laughing?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, Sarah, you have won this game. Oh, Congratulations. Good, Woo! Woo! What a comeback. Yeah, don't call it a comeback. She's um, been here for years. Sarah, you have drawn level on the 2022 championship. Oh, it's really go. been neck and neck the whole time. Let's go. We're about halfway through the year, and we have everything still left to play for. That's so true. It's, wow. it's going to be tight for the and rest of the year.
1: that, the Beyonce album's
0: out next week. So. <laughs> oh my God, right.
2: I can't wait to listen to that, by the way. I yes, I am so excited. I it's hope gonna it's gonna be all great.
1: house music, because that would make me
0: very I mean, happy. we basically created I mean, yeah. it. <laughs> we know she <laughs> okay did. So
1: she heard that, that she's like, all right, I'll put it out. That you did. <laughs> exactly. That you did. Uh, oh my god! But yeah. I mean, let us know if you guys have seen the movie where the crowd had sing and if it was bad. Because I mean, Sarah seems like she's gonna go after watching Funny Girl. But let us know yeah. your views and anything else. Always at not another true crime group on Facebook or DM it at not another true crime. You can follow me at Cashmere Dana Cashmere
0: K. Follow me at Sarah Lememe. Thanks so much for listening, and we will be back next week. Not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales-Pico and Sean Kilby. Our hosts are Sarah Levine and Danny Murphy. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at NATC Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to NATC at Betches.com.
2: Betches.